Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I'm Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? You'll notice I didn't use the hot body part of my name there. Right. I didn't want to... Well, I didn't want to, let's say, raise the temperature. Oh. We're talking about beds. Oh, yeah. And I didn't want to, you know, announce myself as hot body at the same time, because that could cause... Put the two uh, things together. Fucking chaos. hell, yeah. Chaos. A sexual sensation. Well, I said nifty, but, um, and that... Is, it, is nifty a word that it has any sexual connotations? I mean, you could I say... I can't think oh, of any. You not, know that, not any good connotations. Maybe some no. of the ladies round my way... Back in the days, so Sam Delaney's he's, a bit nifty in the bedroom. He's nifty between the sheets. I um, that's not a good thing, is it? I'm pretty sure <laughs> Luther Vandross released an album called Nifty in the Bedroom <laughs> in 1983. I'll take your word for that. Mm. Um, but did it have shut my body down on it? Yeah, it did, yeah. <laughs> that was the single. <laughs> Shut my body down. <laughs> we will get around to doing that one day. We'll have to write it for the next live show we do. Yeah. Uh, right. So we're looking at the bed. It's history box. It's history of the bed. We didn't get very far in. We just got basically a basic definition what of the bed, bed last time. What is a bed? What am bed? Um, there's some uh, a bit more uh, information here. We're just working from the Wikipedia page of the bed because why not? Uh, whilst most beds are single mattresses on a fixed frame, there are other varieties, such as the Murphy bed, which falls into a wall. I never knew that was called the Murphy no, bed. but I've always dreamt of having one, haven't you? It's a good rig addition, isn't it? Because it just saves space. The only um, time I've seen one, and I might have even talked about this episode of my life on last week's show, I can't, but I definitely talked about it recently. But do you remember when I told you somewhere. about... Do you remember I told you about how... Jeff Hurst bowled into a stag I was on at Upton yeah. Park. Yeah. Oi, oi, dickheads, what's all this yeah. then? World Cup winner here! <laughs> Stand, Stand by your attention! Page. But in the room, in the corporate hospitality rooms at Upton Park... That you they have can... Murphy beds? Yes. What? Yes. Simple really? as that, mate. Because they made them hotel rooms that you could stay in. So yeah. why anyone, apart from on match day, I always like the idea of potentially getting a room there on match day. So, you know, in my drinking days, you get really drunk and then not have to worry about getting home. You just like get the Murphy bed out and have a lovely sleep. 
Do you know what I mean? I mean, I, I was looking at the Sunderland executive box offering recently, mm. and you can, it says, obviously, you get for match days, but you can also use it Monday to Friday mm. for meetings and shit. Yeah. With clients. For, man, for potential manferences. For manference meetings, yeah. Or even if you've got a business or something like that, you can have yeah. a meeting in it. Yeah. Yeah, come to me, come to me box. Put me executive box, we'll have a meeting overlooking well, the pitch. Th- that's actually a really good idea because nowadays, I mean, all over fucking London, every second building now is one of these we work places, you know. Yeah. We work or work cunt or whatever it's called. <laughs> uh, you'll remember I had one. It's where cunt. It's where yeah, desk deskcunt.com. <laughs> and you remember that I <laughs> Rented quite an expensive desk cunt, which you visited once or twice. Yeah. And that was where the terrible Frank Xerox debacle took place. The vibe by, wasn't good there. By the way, the fucking... Yeah, the juju was bad in my desk cunt. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was. The fucking... It, 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 uh, fucking... That Xerox thing has come back to haunt me, believe it or not. No. It came back from the grave last week. Do you know why? Turns out, no. right? Turns out... There was a service agreement with a separate company, but one that Xerox basically forced you into, right? Right. So you get the Xerox, and then like you pay Xerox for the machine. But it's yeah. one of these sort of scams, I think, whereby they say, but also you have to have a service arrangement. We can't rent you this machine unless you mm. are making sure that it's properly looked after. And you have to have the service arrangement with this company. It's not us. It's separate, right? Or so they claim. And Mm. I didn't know, but we also were playing them a yearly amount, right? So they've got in touch and said, you owe us money, right? And we said, what the fuck are you talking about? We haven't had the fucking photocopier since, like, last summer. And they're like, well... It was in the lockup for a while before that. Oh, yeah, well, it was in yeah, the storage. Yeah. They don't give a shit about that, though. You can't argue that with them. They'll go, no, read the small print, dickhead. Doesn't matter. Th- this is Keep the level of scam. And they were like, well, unfortunately, you say you haven't had it, but no one notified us of that. So we were like, what? So you're saying we have to pay anyway? Well, yeah. Like, like fuck, we're going to, right? Yeah. And I thought, Take fine. Us to court, dickheads. Hey, do yourself a favour. Call up head of corporate communications at Xerox and find out what I did to them last time they tried one of these. Because I am <laughs> ready, willing, and able to fucking fire up all over again. I was, I was getting ready. I was like, I'm f- fine. I'm going to go on Twitter and start all over again. You're coming back for a second. Uh, anyway, yeah, we got documentation and an email thread, right? But they still, mm-hmm. they insisted on a form that I'd never heard of, an official cancellation of contract form which mm. if I couldn't produce, they reckon they were still within their rights to charge me for the service of a photocopier that I hadn't had for like over a year or whatever, right? Yeah. So obviously this is madness and I'm getting very irate very quickly. And Obviously. And uh, they and, and then in the end, they sort of seem like they're backed off. Then like on Friday, I get a call from someone in like Bangladesh saying... Yeah. We are phoning to arrange the collection of your photocopier. What? The irony, because I'd been chasing them to do that last summer for ages and they never called me. Yeah. I said, well, we hear you're cancelling your service agreement, but it can't be cancelled until the photocopier has been officially collected. Wow. Well, 
I said it was collected last fucking July. So yeah, I don't know where cunt. it is, but it's not in my position. Yeah. Anyway, watch your space, because that story's still not over. Fucking yeah, zero. Doesn't, doesn't, and I, I don't feel like you're going to come out of this well either. <laughs> I think this I'm is going to end up... I'm not paying a penny. I'll go to jail then, if I have to. Yeah, that would be good. Free the zero. good content. That would be good content. If we just get some episodes in the bag before you do... You know what it'll be guess like? how long you're going to go in for. This Britney Spears thing that everyone's been going mm. on about. I don't know if you've seen it, right? I haven't watched it yet, and no. I can't remember what it's called. Is it called Free Britney Spears or something? Free, Free Britney, I think. Free yeah, Britney. Like um, it'll be like that. It'll be a campaign that you can make a documentary about. Sam Delaney, previously known as Britain's best journalist, um, has been in prison, in Wandsworth Prison, for two years due to a an over, an administrative oversight over a photocopier <laughs> that he rented from the multinational admin company Xerox. <laughs> no one it knows. Kind of, there's all these different it, human rights lawyers. Keir Starmer's been involved in it and everything. Yeah. It feels as if this could be your greatest journalistic feat to date. Yeah, it could if be. If you go through it? with it. Do you think you would be prepared to go on hunger strike in prison like mm. the IRA prisoners did in 1981. Yeah. Would you be prepared to die for this? Yes. Yes, I would. <laughs> yes, I would. And let it be known now, on record, right? Yeah. yeah. For all I of our millions of listeners to know that I, Sandalini, am prepared to die in protest at the treatment I have received from Xerox. I am prepared to wear a blanket in my jail cell mm. and carry out a dirty protest on the walls. And then I will move on I'm gonna to I'm going to waterboard strike. myself. Yeah, fucking hell. In prison. <laughs> He's not fucking about, boys and girls. He's going to waterboard himself. So there we are. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens, but I, I don't think they're going to walk away from this, Sam. This feels like a, a collision course situation. Well, they know what the stakes are now. I'm yeah, putting my life yeah. on the line. I'm sure they've got a dossier on you where they know what you're capable of. They'll drag my reputation through the mud to try and put me off. But I don't mm. care. I don't care. There'll be, there'll be a smear campaign that'll release yeah, information what, about you into the, can, to the media. What can they say about me that hasn't been said already, mate? Well, this is true. The pharmacists um, did their worst last year, didn't they? They did. I mean, they could always just troll through back episodes of this podcast and find all sorts they yeah. put out about you. But uh, we'll see. We're not here to talk about this. We're here to talk about the bed. Mm. So that's the Murphy bed, which we've just done 15 minutes on. Uh, the sofa bed, we know about that. The bunk yeah, bed. Yeah, it's not so good. Uh, These really ancient beds, like early beds, were little more than piles of straw. Ugh. It, um, it mentions the hammock as well, though. I was just going to say, it mentions the hammock, which uh, hammock season's coming around again soon. It is, I can't yeah. recommend the hammock enough. It is the best 40 quid I ever spent mm. at Lidl when I got one last year, so keep an eye on Lidl for the, for the hammock. If only I'd bought With a number frame. of hammocks for my staff rather than that Xerox machine. Maybe yeah. history would have, you a know, very different story. treated we me more kindly. We probably wouldn't be doing this podcast. Probably wouldn't be doing this podcast now. You'd be it's still in that, um, that Just office. Just being that hammock earning millions. Yeah. Because oh, imagine well. how motivated um, my team would be to have turned up every day, work their hardest. So do some hammocking. Yeah. And their hammock. And they'd please, be like, but how are we supposed to make a copy of this document? Don't worry about that. Just type it out matter. twice. <laughs> <laughs> Just take a picture of it with your phone, then yeah. send me it. Piece of piss. Some beds, it says at the end of that paragraph, some beds 
are made especially for animals, which is mm. quite a vague sentence, I think, yeah. in the history of the bed. <laughs> I like it we just ended there. Just went yeah. on to the next Some subject. beds are made especially for animals. We call them animal beds. Mm. And that's that. So, do, sorry, you were, does, you were, uh, your, where were does, you? Does your dog have a, um, a bed, its own little bed? It has a bed in the kitchen, yeah. Uh, oh, and a I can while just picture ago, it. A while ago, he began to refuse to go to bed at night because <laughs> he goes in the kitchen into his bed and the door has to be shut. Yeah. Um, and he refused to do it. And then I realised after a few weeks, I'm not having this. So now I basically have to try and capture him when it's bedtime because <laughs> he's asleep on the sofa. <laughs> I have to pick him up uh, and then put him in his bed like a little baby. And he's got a little blanket. He's got a little blanket that goes over it as well, oh, right? Oh, mate. So he gets, I put, I put him in his bed. I tuck him in under his blanket. He doesn't fight back or anything. You know, he's like, fair, fair day. <laughs> he You've knows got what's me. good for him. It's a fair cop. Bedtime, okay. Before I would go, come on, Oscar, time for bed, bedtime. And he would trot into the kitchen yeah, and get into his bed. And then he realised, fuck this, I'm not doing this. Yeah. So now I capture him. And pets him in his do bed. get grumpier as they get older. Yeah, this cunt is. I mean, he's seven now, mm. which is like he's seven in a couple of months, which is 49 in dog years. So he's the same age as me. Yeah, he's So we're on exactly the same wavelength. Yeah, psychologically. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, Morning, um, Oscar. How are you? How do you think fuck I fucking off. am? What do you want me to say? I'm 49 years old. <laughs> no know? prospects. No job. <laughs> Single. No fucking social life to speak of. No Thanks savings, fucking, no pension. Thank you very nothing. much, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Even though dogs can't the- get it, it's still affecting our lifestyles. I mean, you say COVID, but I've been reading some stuff on the internet and I'm not sure it's even a thing. I've read a lot of, I've read a lot of, some people call conspiracy theories, but no, I think there's a lot of truth there. I'm not even sure it's really a, a pandemic. But, uh, and then I put him in his bed, um, cover him with his blanket, and then he gets a little piece of cheese. As I say, good night. I didn't know you could give a dog cheese. Else. Yeah. Oh, fuck, they love cheese. Yeah. You're not supposed to give a dog chocolate, though, are you? You can't give them chocolate. Chocolate will kill them instantly. <laughs> so I've let them believe. Give him a fucking death. Give, give him a fucking smarty, and he'll be dead within thirty seconds. Um, yeah, it's a little bit of che- bed cheese. We call it. Well, I call it oh, that. You, you what type of cheese? You cheese. give him the good stuff, like Just the extra cheddar. mature. Nah, I get you wouldn't the little, give him the um, Malacan tire. I know that's hard to get now. But can you, you can you get it down no, there? No, you were right. No, it's gone. I started seeing extra mature Canadian cheddar, which seems weird because I just think cheddar's a fucking place in Britain. So why yeah. in the fucking, I don't know whether it's to do with Brexit and we're trying to cosy up to the Canadians or what, but why on earth would we have to be importing cheddar from fucking miles away? Mm. Yeah. Well, cheddar is a place, but it's not in the Mullican tyre either. But Yeah, no, true. Cheddar's a place and a thing. But it, it comes to, at the end of the day, it comes to a fucking... I don't mind getting it from Malacan Tire, especially when it's that nice, right? At least that's yeah. Scotland. At least there was a song about it, right? But, yeah. <laughs> but name Look, me a Canada. song about Canada. You can't. No. Right? No, well, but um, well, I, said, I said to the wife, what's all this Canadian cheddar? What happened to Malacan Tire? She went, can't get it for love nor money. And I was like, oh... Andy uh, said that that was the same situation in Sunderland. When I say things like that, she just looks through me and leaves the room. (laughs) As if that's relevant to the conversation. (laughs) 
<laughs> the Sunderland scene. Does she not acknowledge the Sunderland scene? It's just oh. like she just thinks she's very like sort of Spock in some ways. My good wife, like she yeah. very much deals in only the the, the necessary information. Yeah. She's yeah, you I know like, like that. that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's basically the opposite of me. There's no kind of fat on Chaos. the bones of conversation. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. She's just sort of like. Yeah. So if I if I go. What? Why have we got Canadian cheddar? And then I'll start rambling about that and come up with the conspiracy Kintyre. theories about Brexit, so forth. She'll just say because there is no mull of Kintyre cheddar, and that yeah. to her mind, that's the end of the conversation. But then I start telling her about the cheddar situation in Sunderland, and mm-hmm. she thinks this is just a waste of everyone's time and effort and energy. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing to add to it, is there? You're no. saying that to her. There's nothing to add. Come back. Um, come back. And he says that he can't get it. I mean, he usually goes to the Astas. <laughs> he can't get it in Asta. Um, so, no, he just, I, I buy those little sticks of, of individually wrapped cheddar. Yeah. Uh, and he gets a little bit off that. So the, one of them will last like four nights, maybe. Little nibble. So there's not a great deal of financial outlay, but he really likes the cheddar. He thinks uh, it's a great thing. Jalapeño. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jalapeño. I always look at dog beds very enviously. Like, mm. I love pretty much any type of bed. And yeah. I see the beauty in all of them. And when I see a dog's bed, they're sometimes a bit matted. Sometimes you get those ones that are made of fabric. They're not even yeah. a proper basket. I don't know what type Oscar has, but he's got a fabric one, but it's it's got yeah. quite a stiffened outer core. Yeah, so it's but not over the too years, floppy. The, it can go. It. it can go floppy a bit, but whatever. Yeah, even do. when they're like that, I sort of think, oh look, that dog's body has really made its mark on that bed, and the bed has sort yeah. of like grown around him, morphed yeah. to his shape and his specifications. Mm-hmm. And they've got there. They've usually got a, a little chewed toy and a little blanket. Yeah. And I just uh, I blanket, always want to yeah. get inside of it with them. Yeah, but you're too too big. Too big. If 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 you had the option of being able to get a human adult sized dog bed in in place of your yes. current bed, would you have that? Oh, uh, it would be if it was an either or situation. It would be a hard decision. If there was one on the market, a dog bed, but that was human sized, I would definitely mm. buy one. Yeah, you'd have to sample it first, wouldn't you? Hmm. You know what I mean? You have to give it a few nights to try it well, out. Well, I'm not sure if my I wife wouldn't... would go for it, but as I've said before, yeah, I, was just gonna say that. I don't. I think the whole notion of husbands and wives sharing beds is <laughs> it's wrong. 
I just think it's weird. Yeah. I've said yeah. it before. It just doesn't make sense. And it's nothing to do. If I say that, to, I've, I've raised, I floated this with my wife and she sort of took offence, right? But mm. I said, no, look, it's not, 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 nothing to do with you. It's not personal. But I just think it's sort of crazy. It like To me, I've mm. said it before, I think it's like to do with the patriarchy. It's like, you're my wife now. We have, it has been acknowledged in a house of God. There is certification. There are documents. It is legal, right? Straight Mm. away, you're thinking, that's quite weird. Marriage is quite a weird thing. I say that as a married Mm. man, but it's quite weird. It feels to me like it's rooted in the patriarchy, right? Yeah. And then, on top of that, it's like, and now we are married. We shall share a home. But not just a home. We shall lie beside each other in a specially made bed so that I may monitor you at all times. So I must make sure that you are not sharing, lying beside other men in when night falls. In the other room. It's an ownership thing. Yeah. Well, there's some of that as well. I did a tweet yesterday. I'd been out for a walk with a dog during the day, which I don't normally do. I try and keep it to the evenings when it's quieter. And obviously there was loads of people strolling around because it was a spring weekend. And mm. the fuckers who are completely unable to walk single file on the pavement mm. for a few seconds in order to let you yeah. pass kind of safely during the period. They're holding hands, period. are they? Holding hands. And that that feels like a patriarchal thing. So as somebody I said on Twitter, I think that, they, yeah. they seem to be unable to fucking not be together, linked, in case one of them yeah. runs away. Yeah, that's right. For a few I, seconds. I'm not. I'm not a big hand holder. I sort of think. I went for a walk with my missus yesterday. Yeah, and my daughter yeah. said, "Did you hold hands when you were walking?" I don't know what she was getting at. She was probably about. I was going to say, cynical. was that a genuine question, or was she trying to get at you yeah. somehow? Yeah, she was trying to get us. I don't know what the angle was, but there's always an angle. But I called her bluff and went, "No, we didn't actually, because we didn't, because yeah. I don't need to be doing a public display." The whole time of, she's mine. She's yeah. mine. She's my look property. At, don't try and come and touch her. You can look, but don't touch. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, fucking hand-holding. I've got and a baseball So the principle of it is wrong, but also it's having a very serious practical impact on people, in yeah. the, especially in the current pandemic situation. Yeah. Um... I'm not sure how we got to that. Beds, Just wasn't bed, it? bed chat. Yeah, I was going to say, beds. yeah, the, the dog bed situation, a human dog bed. It wouldn't surprise me if this doesn't already exist. No, yeah, a lot um, of people like to live as dogs. In, there was a documentary about it, wasn't there? Yeah, I was going to say, in, let's say, Hipster London, for example, there might well oh. be dog hotels for humans where you yeah. can turn up and experience a full adult dog experience. There'll be a bar in Dalston called Dog Bed. And yeah. you go there and... You have to drink out of a bowl on the floor. Yeah, exactly. Instead of, of a pint You have glass. to drink craft ale out of a bowl yeah. on the fucking floor in a basket. And then they Not feed you dog biscuits. Not that we've got a problem with craft ale on this podcast. What, because... We've what? we've we've been sponsored by craft ale companies in the past. Yeah. It will be again. And it's a fantastic But, but uh, all I would industry. say is craft ale's fine, but don't mm. drink it from a bowl out of a dog bed. Just drink it as it's intended yeah. out of a nice glass, yeah. standing drink up like, like a human. human. For fuck's sake. So, uh, yeah, that's that's animal beds. You said there was something about straw that you'd saw there a bit earlier on? 
They're just talking about beds at the dawn of time. Um, mm. In 2020, scientists reported the discovery of the oldest grass bedding from at least 200,000 years ago. Now, this is the sort of thing that I always think, fucking prove it. Fucking right. prove it, exactly. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, right. Yeah. We've, uh, and now on Radio 4, we're joined by John Scientist from the Institute of Science in America. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, and we're, we're told you've found a remarkable discovery. Yeah, that's right. That's right, Sue. So, uh, basically, we've found the oldest ever bed. <laughs> oh, how fascinating. 200,000 years old. Bang on. <laughs> to the yeah. day. We've, uh, uh, we've measured it with our instruments. And we can really, like, they're quite advanced now. You can, like, really, we, to uh, the day, work out how old something is from sticking we, your instrument the, into it. We've put the data into a machine and uh, it's got to give us a reading. And, it's all barked uh, out a reading a on a bit of paper. <laughs> like, you know what? One of them old machines you see in, in the films that the rich fellas like Daddy Warbucks out of Annie used to get all the stocks and shares through on. <laughs> one of them ticker machines, they ticker call machines, it. Yeah, one of them. It. It's like, it one. very much like that, but this is more scientific than financial. Um, anyway, it's the oldest bed. And what's it made out of? Ah, good question. Good question. It is made of um, grass. <laughs> and and it's much older this is the important it's much older than any previously known bedding that have been discovered so by anyone are, else we are now top of the league when it comes to uh, bedding info yeah. in the world so, so uh, that's, all that's the other for things us. that have ever been done about it ignore that tear it void. Listen, we've rewritten the rule book <laughs> they speculate, and there's the key word, speculate, that yeah, insect-repellent plants and ash layers, sometimes due to burned older grass beddings found beneath the bedding, have been used for a dirt-free insulated base and to keep away arthropods. How it works it seems... is this. What happens is you put a load of grass and you find special plants, insect-repellent plants, Oh, and they would know those. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were all over it back in them days because the biggest threat would have been insects, see? So they'd have got these special plants, but underneath there's ash, and the ash would have been the previous bed, what they burnt <clears> when <throat> they were finished. And that's the interesting thing. So at the end of each day, there was no fucking around changing bed sheets, right? You'd sleep for the night, and then the next morning you'd set fire to your bed and lay a new one on top. And, you know, it does make a lot of sense even today. The so, amount we fucking spend on bed clothes. So, so you've said here that this this bed would, was two hundred thousand years old, but then you've also mentioned burned older grass beds. So, yeah, would it not be older than two hundred thousand years then? Ah, uh, <laughs> all right, two hundred and one thousand yeah. years then. You can't fuck it. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we hadn't thought of that, but good. Well, point. Good, good point. I'm glad we came on. Because, yeah, there's loads of burnt beds underneath, so it must go back even further. <laughs> We're having a meeting this afternoon. I'll bring it up. Thank you very much. And let me tell you, Sue, as well, I will give you credit for that. For that keen observation. Now, is there anything else? <laughs> Can I go? Ah, and what other things will you be researching? Uh, so we're going to tell you about the oldest ever chair, what we're very close to discovering. <laughs> <laughs> and what was made, what was that made out of? Uh, grass. 
<laughs> yeah. Insect again. Yeah. Grass. yeah. Anyway, say it TTFN. <laughs> we think we found a really old kettle <laughs> made out of grass. But, uh, we're, we're not sure yet. It's a kettle, we're yeah. But we're it. pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's the, the earliest bed and then mm. um, after that there was some made of straw um, some were made of palm leaves animal skins well that would still go there like Peter Stringfellow only ever slept on animal skins didn't he yeah yeah um, he was a very dry, old man as well wasn't he so dried makes sense. bracken bracken mm-hmm. um, an important change was raising them off the ground of course to avoid drop, yeah. but of course, some people would still sleep on a futon today. And when I was a teenager, I owned a futon that I thought. In fact, when I was a student, I mean, it's a cliche, but I actually did. Someone gave me a futon that they didn't need anymore. It was second hand, yeah. and I thought, yeah, pretty cool because uh, in the nighttime I'll have the futon out, but mm. in the daytime, if I have some pals around to just chill, yeah. I could say, hey, sit on my sofa, right? Yeah. But I mean, it, it's kind of like a Murphy bed almost halfway. It doesn't yeah. go right into the wall, but it ain't it, out all day like a proper bed. It's really uncomfortable. And one yeah. time we went to stay at Friends years ago, um, up in your neck of the woods, actually, up, up near near the north in the northeast, and uh, oh. and we got really drunk, me and my mate. And then when we came back, it was like we'd got we'd gone too early. When you when you haven't seen an old mate for a long time in those days, you get overexcited. Yeah. And you're out yeah. of your hometown. You get overexcited. So, like, we arrived, you know, in the after- on a Friday afternoon. Mm. And I got to his house. And I straight away went, let's go to the pub. So we went to mm. the pub, you know, at about, like, straight fucking away. four o'clock. By seven or eight o'clock, I've come back to his house. And there was plans for the evening, like, going out for dinner and stuff. And I'm yeah. paralytic. And I said, "Where's where are we staying? And he said, upstairs, there's a foot on in the spare room. Upstairs on your left. So I said, I'm just going to go and have a look. And then I disappeared. And when my wife came to find me, my girlfriend as she was at the time, I was lying on, I'd found the futon, but I was too, because it's a real hassle getting a futon out. They're really heavy. And if you're drunk, no fucking chance. So she found me clothed, but with shoes off, sort of with the futon still in sofa form, with my head on the, on the futon. And then my sort of body zigzagged downwards onto the floor. And I was immovable. Like a she slinky. Had to just sleep on, she had to sleep on the floor because my snaked body was just like hanging off the edge of a fucking foot on at 8pm. I slept through till yeah. the next morning. So don't. all I'm saying is, kids, don't believe the hype when it comes to futons because you think I'll be sophisticated because yeah. it's a bed and a sofa all in one. But ultimately... Yeah. You never really want to put it into... I mean, also, if you're single, if you're a young man thinking of investing in one, perhaps you are a student and you think, I'll get one, it will help me with the ladies. It won't. Because if you have it in sofa form and you're lucky enough to get uh, a young lady or man back to your boudoir, right? When things start to get a bit steamy, you're like, right, Mm. hang about. I'll just get out and turn this sofa (laughs) into a bed. It's like fucking crash, bang, wallow. Hold that a sec, will you? No, I'll hit the other end. Fuck's sake. Sorry, I didn't mean to swear at you. It's just, it's fucking frustrating. Just, I'll tell you what you do. Go outside the room for a minute. Stand out in the hallway, yeah? Give us 10 minutes because I need space to operate because it's fucking bedlam, this. There's bits of wood. 
but keep thinking sexy thoughts while you're out yeah. there. Keep yourself on the boil if you can. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe finger yourself a bit. I don't know. Just whatever works. If, now, if a flatmate walks past, don't <laughs> let them see that you're fingering yourself because God knows what will happen. <laughs> just not just wait out there. I'll be as quick as I can. But honestly, I'm... I'm I need focus. I don't need you in my line of vision even. It'll just it'll irritate me. I'll I'll be able to get back up to speed once this is sorted. No, no problem. problem. I'm 21. <laughs> it's like a fucking hair trigger. No bother at all. But you might need to keep yourself ticking over out there in the hallway. Then by the time you've finished and you open up and you go, right, you can come back in now. And she's more often than not, she's gone. She's gone, honest. yeah. Gone and that's the else. problem with the futon. It is, so don't get a foot on. Um, we'll leave it there, I think. Okay. Um, we've covered a lot of bed stuff. I think we're really making progress. Uh, this could be a, a multi-episode encounter. Uh, we'll be back with more next week. Oh, I'm just looking at the uh, the great bed of Ware, one of the largest beds in the world. I think we mentioned that. That's the one in the v and isn't it? Yeah, you can oh. go and see that once lockdown's over. And according to today's news, it will be quite soon that we can return to the v I, I, mm. I think he's going to do a specific announcement about when just for, we can go to the, the V&A. Yeah. For the bed and museum then, section of the V&A. Yeah. I'm thinking a top flight time machine outing. It ah. will be paid. It will be paid. You'll have to pay us to, if you want to yeah. join our outing because we will Near be given a talk like one of those, in the V&A. Like one of those Jack the Ripper guides that goes around London. Where yeah, a gang do you of people think the V&A would try and throw us out if we started going and doing independent oh. talks? Very much so, yes. Very much right. so. Everyone, gather round, gather round, gather round. Right, everyone, <laughs> hold, hold the flag up. Right, we'll have flags. <laughs> right, everyone, stick on these high vis vests so you know you're in our party. <clears throat> right, now, this is the biggest fucking bed in the world ever. Excuse me, <laughs> sir. Um, is this an official talk? No, they're just my mates. Oh, well, what? Are you going to drop me out for talking to my mates about one of the things? <laughs> That's how we'd get round it. They're just your mates. Yeah, these Chinese lads. Yeah, good mates of mine. I've known them for ages. <laughs> Lovely blokes. Actually, mate. No, I'll be honest with you, mate. You're being a bit racist now. <laughs> Why shouldn't I have a load of Chinese mates? Nothing wrong with it. <laughs> we're interested in my thoughts on beds. <laughs> I mean, we could do walking tours of the park near yours where you've hidden the hedge. We could take everyone through the, the rectangular hedge that goes around the edge of the park. Or we could do walking tours of Sunderland as well. Yeah, Take I could do a walking tour the horse of milk. where Judkins shut out of the tree. I go past that yeah. quite a lot these days. I've got a yeah, new running route that goes past the magical shitting tree, as I call yeah. it. Yeah, it's not out of the question. Anyway, we'll leave it for now. We'll mm. discuss that at the next board meeting. Uh, yeah. This has been History Box. Goodbye. Thank you. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. 
Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. 